0: Okay, welcome back, episode five. David Turner is back with me. Welcome back, David.
1: Hello, happy to be back.
0: David was on episode one, which was my first panel episode. I wanna do more panels, but I just haven't arranged one. Um, That's when, that was like the end of April, early May. We were talking about like pandemic, coming out of the pandemic what summer was gonna look like. And now it's August. So I guess we have some of those answers.
1: Yeah. So I guess I remember because I we were talking about like the mat, like wearing masks or the or, or like when are we going to not wear masks? Yeah. And I, I remember being like,
0: on- when are the masks are gonna when will the masks come off?
1: Yes, I remember Biz, who was on, who was on the show, said that, because she was in the South, she was sort of saying that, like, well, like, the masks have already been off, so um, fast forward a few months later, in New York City, the masks were off, and I guess they're slowly coming back, but I'm right now in, yeah, and I'm right now in Charlotte, North Carolina, well, it's technically Matthews, North Carolina, my, like, home, um, well, my hometown, and the masks are definitely on off I don't know it's kind of similar to New York where it's like well I guess it's more than more off than New York but like definitely more off than it had been than certainly I'd seen previously or at least back in the spring Um, but now I was just seeing on the news like some states are like bringing the mask back so it's confusing.
0: Yeah you've really had the 24-hour news on it seems like since you've been home.
1: Yeah, I decided to um melt my brain in a new way where I decided to like just watch MSNBC and CN something home because I just don't well, one, as as Nicola knows, I don't like traveling. I don't like actually going to places and going home is like probably the most amount of traveling I enjoy doing. But even still, then I just feel very tired all day. So I kind of just have the TV on. And so I just watch like a lot of twenty-four hour news and all news well this week all the news has just been cuomo 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 and then delta 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 so it's just yeah kind of been just that it's been the main news topics which i will not the most fun i mean the news is normally not fun just to watch but like it's been really really not fun to watch this week
0: yeah those two topics kind of suck like we yeah. were ta- we were like gonna, we were like figuring out what to talk about for this episode and we were like okay what have we been talking about and we we're like oh we've been talking about those two things and like baby and like neither of us really wanted to talk about any of those topics (laughs) because they all suck and they've all because they suck because they've been beaten to death like not that neither of us have anything to say on them it's just like whatever like you come whatever draw your own conclusions I'm not here to at this point, you're on your own.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say if you want, yeah, I can give my thoughts on the baby, but like that would have to be like at uh, a bar yeah. like, <laughs> really say- because I'm not recording. I'm really sad
0: about the baby because I've always really, I've always had an affinity. I've always as in like knowing about him for one and a half years. I've always had an <laughs> <laughs> affinity for him. Um, he's so charming. He has such a great smile, and I want him to be like a good guy. And uh the more evidence I get that I can't brush off, I'm like, damn it. Damn it, the baby. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's a very that is unfortunately that's been like very unfortunate. But I guess to, like bring it back to being in like Charlotte, like the baby grew up in Charlotte. And I actually oh, yeah. found out that Yeah, that's like the one local local angle that yeah, he grew up in Charlotte. I was con- I actually had it incorrect, or at least mine had it incorrect. I don't know where I got this news, but I thought he grew up in like the west side of Charlotte, but he actually grew up. Like towards the east side of town. So you actually grew up and like went to, went to high school. What's near the, in
0: Charlotte, what's the what's the difference between the east side and the west side? What's the like reputation?
1: Um, east, oh, well, west side is like way more. Off. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Charlotte. So there are a couple things just for a little bit of context. Charlotte, we call downtown Uptown. I don't know the historical reason for it, but like downtown Charlotte is always called Uptown Charlotte, even though I think that's slightly. You mean like the the, dec- city,
0: the city center? It's called Yes, the city uptown. center.
1: Yes, the city. Okay. Yeah, it's called uptown. And then directional cardinal directions sort of angle at a sort of 90-degree turn. So when mm. I say like West Charlotte, it is actually directionally west. But like when I say North Charlotte or East Charlotte, I'm kind of like east and north are kind of blurred. And South Charlotte kind of just means like a tiny part of basically the suburbs. It's all Oh, like a very like specifically like Charlotte regional thing. That's like kind of confusing right. unless I have a map. Yeah. But I'm like not grasp but the actual it. Yeah, don't worry about it. But the main <laughs> difference between like west and east in like terms of like the actual air is that like East Charlotte has like in further east, it's like university of, of north carolina of at charlotte so like uncc um then also cpcc so it has like more ecology kind of vibes okay. and then also it has um light rail like we have like an above ground like light rail mm. that just got completed that goes all the way out to like the university area so it's like a little and also it has like just kind of a little bit more boring in a way like west charlotte has like way less development and it's like where the airport is and like most cities airports are usually like uh like there's not a lot going on usually towards airports in most like yeah they're usually like in a random area yeah yeah so it's kind of like that so that's kind of like the difference so i thought he was from there but no he's from like more like the university area which is like okay well in that direction so i'm like oh, okay it's kind of interesting but like that's like the only real thing i want to say which is like a re- just like a very like local regional uh, yeah it's day, cool really.
0: that he's from because like mainstream rap whatever doesn't like it's always centered around the same couple of cities and it's it's cool to have someone representing you know a mid-sized city um yes and it's cool that he's 29 and he's not, like, 18.
1: Yes, I was going to say, yes. I mean, as someone that is 29, it is good yeah. to see it's nice, representation in that way. Yeah, it,
0: like, it's nice that he, that he was, like, because if you look at his discography, like, he's been working hard for a long time. And it's, like, oh, yeah, you didn't come up out of nowhere. Kind of like Megan. It's, like, you didn't come out of, same thing with, like, Houston, which has, like, a rap category but hasn't really been like a big deal for a long time and also is kind of like a mid-sized city like houston isn't atlanta it's not la it's not new york whatever but wait no houston's bigger but it's i mean but it's like... like
1: culturally yeah
0: yeah yeah it's still like i mean i don't know what number It's probably like the twentieth largest
1: city in America. Oh no, it's like the fourth or fifth largest. It's like or the third. Oh yeah. Wait. It's like yeah. Sorry. No. The only reason I say that is because Houston's like I've never been, but like Houston has like two like high like highways. Oh yeah, I do forget
0: that everything's bigger in Texas.
1: Yeah, it has like two highway loops. It's like an inner ring, and then it has like another outer ring. It's kind of wild. Because, like, Sheldon oh, it's is, number like, four.
0: One. Oh my God, I'm stupid. Yeah. NYC, LA, Chicago, Houston. And then Phoenix didn't s- expect what? that.
1: Oh, yeah. I, didn't know about I
0: really didn't expect that. There's definitely, I don't know, has there ever been a Phoenix rap? I don't think there's really like art, there's not really like music coming out of Phoenix.
1: What is the culture of Phoenix?
0: I don't know, but my mom lives in Tucson, which is only like an hour south. And I would say that it's like, it's so hot. It really feels like people's brains are too fried to like really be making art. There's a lot of homeless people, like a lot of like drug addicts. It's easy to live outside because it's like warm, but it's also like blisteringly hot.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, I mean that's actually not too dissimilar from Houston. Houston's like also, I mean again, Texas, but it's also near the water. So they add also be like hurricanes and stuff. So it's like kind of a work a little bit of a wor- worst worse worlds kind of thing, at least on the climate side, if you think about it. Yeah. It's hot and near and you get hurricanes.
0: Um just but, sorry, rounding, rounding out this feed- rounding out this list of the cities because I have it open. Beautiful. Number six is Philly, which Okay, I believe. I mean, not that I'm going to disbelieve this, but sure. Seven (laughs) is San Antonio. I wouldn't have expected that. Number eight is San Diego, which they have like a naval base. So I feel like actually, I wonder if Phoenix has like a military. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if that counts. Number nine is Dallas. Sure. And number Mm. 10 is San Jose. So Cali.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. a huge day. But I also, yeah, I guess that I guess that actually makes sense now that you say it. It's like a couple cities from Texas, a few cities from California, New York. Yeah, I guess that makes guess, sense.
0: Do you want to guess what number Charlotte is?
1: Oh, probably like thirty-one or thirty-two. Fifteen. Fifteen.
0: This must include yeah. like
1: the metro area. This must include like birds and suburbs and stuff as well
0: let's see how they're specifying it by 2021 population i don't know i'm not going to get too into it but it looks yeah
1: like... i'm not let's not let's not ask ask those questions but like i i feel like that must include more than just like the main city metro well i also don't even okay i don't know i'm 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 gonna stop sort of speculating on things that i don't know i don't know about but I believe it. The fifth biggest. I feel story. like a podcast that,
0: is exactly the venue for that.
1: But I feel like I know. But I feel like I should know. Like I feel like it's like that's a thing that's like not outside of my like purview of knowledge. Yeah, I but, wouldn't. Um, I
0: wouldn't have known that Charlotte was so high up there.
1: It it's ducks, just well, after
0: Columbus, Ohio,
1: which oh, also that's I wouldn't interesting. have.
0: Interesting. You know what? It's bigger than Seattle. See, and bigger than San Francisco. See, I wouldn't. And Denver. Wow, and Boston.
1: Oh. Okay, I got to close this This must list. include, we gotta- like, the metro. <laughs> yeah, we've got yeah,
0: to Yeah, no, the one,
1: <laughs> yeah, I just, okay, the one thing I will say that I was, yesterday, I was hanging with some, like, former co well, yeah, former co-workers, because um, I used to work at, like, the Charlotte, well, I guess now the charlotte Mecklenburg Library System, um, is run through the county, not the city, um, just for, the, the, those that air. um it's a very important detail um but I was talking to them and one of them was and someone was sort of saying someone had just came they just moved from Seattle to Charlotte and they thought the how the homes and that the prices were going to be cheaper and they were like oh no it's just as expensive as Seattle which has been like wow. one of my other like big yeah it's one of the big things that I've sort of learned is that just like well I mean I've known this basically since like high school even like since like the yeah since like oh oh nine oh ten if that like houses and stuff is like expensive here in a way that is kind of surprising but it's like Mm -hmm. i was listening to the public i was look radio and they actually said that the medium home price doubled since i graduated college in 27 whoa like do you know why um i think it's because at least in the context of charlotte it's definitely because of like more people moving in for like banking and tech and all that kind of stuff i was gonna ask yeah like
0: what is the industry
1: oh yeah our charlotte's industry is basically banking tech and then uh, i'm trying to think of what the other ones are really i'm sure it's a lot of like finance like other like finance jobs that are just kind of like no name kind of stuff but it's all the kind of jobs where it's like they kind of assume you're making like a new york or la salary don't want to live in like new york or la it's yeah. really weird it's really weird to me wow um well
0: i guess we should get on to our topics
1: <laughs> yeah yeah we can keep it yeah no wait oh i'll just say one last thing yeah no the only other like thing i want to sort of mention about being home is yeah back to is like on that like tip of real estate i think it's gonna I, I like Maybe pivot in at that, like, yeah, apartments and like housing stuff here is not like it's cheaper than New York or LA, but it's like kind of those things where, like, if you were to like assume, like, let's say you live in New York or LA, but like there for a minute, so you kind of know like what to look for and what to find. It isn't like you just moved there or a college student and are like willing yeah. to pay like a stupid amount of money to live somewhere mm. you don't need to live. Like, if you're like willing to like look in Queens or brooklyn yeah you're voice. like
0: oh my god like, studio apartments are three thousand dollars and it's like they're not
1: but yeah uh, that's yeah and that's what i've wanted to say yeah like one of those things like here in charlotte like i can find like studios or one room that are basically the same price as they are in new york and it's like a bigger apartment and like might have nicer amenities but it's one of those things where i've been to plenty of like 16 or even like 1500 studio or one bedrooms like in slightly slightly further out parts of Brooklyn and I'm like this is easily worth it more than that same amount going into like a city like Charlotte or like a city like Atlanta where I'm like yeah it's maybe newer but it's not one I can't I have to have a car I can't walk the things and I don't and the amenities that I get it's like I have an indoor gym gym scare quotes like a treadmill it's mm. like well yeah. it's not really worth it
0: yeah no I agree I uh, I hate when I go other places and people are like Do you know what you could get in my town for your New York City rent and it's like yeah but then I'd have to live here <laughs> I don't want to also
1: also, listeners like Nicholas apartment is, is solid and it's like again not like unaffordable
0: <laughs> yeah no I have you- a, I'm yeah I'm, I'm married to NYC in part because I have a, a great lease situation here so yeah
1: well, I'm going to say, okay. well, speaking of our, our, my favorite city and the play, only place that I like, um, they have been betrayed, actually, unfortunately, this week betrayed me. <laughs> yeah,
0: they betrayed us with the Key to NYC Pass, which is uh, Mayor de Blasio's little thingy that starts later this month um, that is Basically, if you want to go do anything indoors, you're going to have to show proof of vaccinations. The idea is that it's supposed to make everything less convenient for unvaccinated people. But my take is that it actually makes things less convenient for vaccinated people. Because now it's like if you want to go into a restaurant or go to the gym or whatever... You can't just walk in the door anymore you have to like stop and like basically get carded for your either like showing your vaccine card or like one of those apps and yeah it kind of sucks and it's the first it's like first in the nation which they're touting as this like good thing but that just means that like other cities are gonna follow suit and like it just sucks i hate it
1: yeah i feel like i came in very hot like very annoyed against this when he announced it on Tuesday because on Monday there's like on the New York Times app there was a thing where it was like San Francisco and other places are instituting mask mandates. New York City resists doing it and I was like yeah. thank you Bill de Blasio that's good because like I don't want the mask mandate to come back that's annoying but all of a sudden 24 hours later he flipped the script and it's now like okay keys to yeah key to NYC path and just for contact got the vax in april and i've had the app the excelsior state new york state app for like months like i've i like whatever i will show my app to whoever needs it i don't really care but it was just like oh is this i don't know i guess i'm just like real curious this is going to actually like move the people that are unvaxed to getting backs and if we couldn't be doing more of the like giving more people money and that kind of stuff i'm just like it's going to work the way that they want it to work i don't care.
0: Yeah, I guess the strategy is, like, we're going to make things, we're going to make it more annoying it, to be in society if you're unvaxxed. You're going to get to do less stuff, and we're also going to pay you if, to get vaccinated. And that's, like, the two last things that they're going to do. And it's just like, okay, um, I don't know. It just sucks because this Delta variant barely kills people and it's like i don't know i'm just i'm i'm definitely feeling really like exhausted by this and just it feels really yeah. dramatic it feels like yeah it just it feels really dramatic at this point in time where the numbers are at like I don't
1: know <laughs> it. it's hard to I think the thing yeah I think the thing that's like really like hard for me to kind of wrap my head around is that like in some way and I feel like I've I, I've, I've spoken to a ton of friends where I am like if if like they told me suddenly that like yo the new COVID like the new COVID variant breaks through the vaccine we gotta lock down again I would be like Ugh. okay, I get it. It's like the vaccine doesn't... That, that the vaccine the, like the doesn't work and it isn't good enough. I would kind of accept that because I'd be like, sure, I don't want to get sick or whatever. But like I know the vaccine still works. I know that like in New York State, it's like 75% of people shot and it's like, I don't really know what is going to reach those communities that have still not yet been vaccinated. Maybe this works and I hope it does. Like, I'm, I'm not critical of this that I don't want it to work I would like for more people to get the vaccine to like speed up so we don't have to do this but Mm -hmm. I'm just like unsure if this is like the best like route to do it really and it just seems a little
0: yeah I mean yeah like we I was like going hard on the numbers the other day and telling them to you but for our listeners here like um I was looking like the New York Times had a headline about Florida that was like this state's worst outbreak or something like that, something very sensational. So I went and looked at the New York Times' own statistics on Florida and it was like, um, I guess in that state, it's like 49% of all are fully vaccinated and then above 18 plus was like, 60 some percent so it's like not dissimilar to new york it's like people over 65 it was like a it was like 80 percent of those people are fully vaccinated like it's not actually that dissimilar to the new york states statistics and to a lot of states and then yeah i was looking at um the infections and the deaths and it was like 58 deaths and i was like okay that's that's a lot of you know, that's a a room full of people who didn't need to die, but even, like, two months ago, many more people were dying, (laughs) so it's just, like, it just, I'm just, like, why, are like, I don't, you know what I mean, like, I don't want to be, like, risky for the sake of being risky, or, like, be, like, contrarian for the sake of being contrarian, but I'm just, like, it just feels so irresponsible to be, like, this is the most And, like, in New York State, like, nine people died that day. And it's, like, again, like, yeah, that's nine people who shouldn't or maybe didn't have to die. But, like, it's nine people. And in June, it was, like, a much higher number. And in June, we weren't free. It's just, like, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm annoyed annoyed with the reporting. Yeah, I find the reporting confusing. I find, like, I'm just, I'm annoyed and, like, disappointed. Yeah, I think,
1: yeah, I think one of my big things, like, I was and I and I've and I've said this and I said this to friends before. Where it's like I just find this very confusing. Like I find the point we're in now confusing, and it doesn't make a ton of sense. And it's like if I try to read the news, reading the news to me doesn't actually help a ton because then I like no. will look at that and then I look at the stats. And I'm like, like it's just what just sort of said there. When you look at the numbers and you're like, these numbers say this, but this headline says this. But I and then I see like a, I was on like I was looking I was doing some I was looking at some stuff in Korea about like some Korean like K-pop stuff earlier today and I saw some news story about Delta Plus and I was just like and I was just like oh man like all this yeah. is just so much information that's just like so kind of hard to comprehend and it's kind of again I don't know what like the best solution for to is and I'm not going to recommend anything. It's just all I can sort of say is I looked at the numbers, I'm like, huh, okay. This is mildly concerning, but I'm not sure if it's like five alarm fire. But then I listened to the radio and a guy was like, oh, well, the whole point is so we can get ahead of stuff so we don't have to do the hard stuff again. And I'm like, yeah, then maybe that should be conveyed better. I don't know. Maybe this is all like a public messaging thing. Maybe everyone, like, maybe we just need some public messaging around. I still feel like we need better public messaging.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at these numbers again. It's like, if people are getting sick, but they're getting better, or like they're getting a cold, it's reported cases. Like that's not that dramatic, you know? Like it, yeah. it's I not mean, ideal, it's but that- it's not that dramatic. It's like, to me, like deaths are really the statistic.
1: It's that, and then ho- I think it's, like, ho- I think it's hospitalization, and then, like, ICU. It's all, yeah, like... hospitalizations
0: it's honestly, is another one.
1: Hospitalizations, but it's also, like, oh, my gosh, sorry, i feel be, like, a nerd about it, but it's sort of, like, sports stats, how kind of sports stats have gotten, like, super... Like well, I went to a, I went to a Mets game earlier this summer, and at one point they showed like a player's face and like the stats next to him. And I, like, for baseball, like I don't follow baseball that closely, but um, I know like batting average, home runs, like RBIs, which is like the amount of run like when you like hit like have a hit and someone scores or whatever. I know like those stats, but then there were just like obs and then like all these other three-letter acronyms where i was like Mm -hmm. what do these stats mean and i just didn't know what those stats meant and i wasn't going to look them up because like why would i but like i was but i feel like in this context it's like actually maybe we need better stats like i feel like the total number of cases definitely meant something in february 2020 but i feel with a year plus of info maybe the better way to contextualize some of this, like maybe it's like hospitalizations or blank per 100,000 people or like Mm -hmm. something. I feel like there's gotta be some, or cable news. Sorry to go back to this, but like I was watching CNN and they just had a stat that was like total number of cases for like the, in the United States, they had the top five days with the total number of cases. That wasn't current case. That was just like writ large since COVID began the total number of cases. And it's like, Yo, yeah like, what does that tell me though? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know. It's no, like, I'm looking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Because in that stat, it showed New York at like number four, like num- New York at number four total cases. And it's like, okay, like New York right now is like one of the safer states to be in. It's not like the, yeah. four, the most COVID state.
0: Yeah. Okay. Right now, the seven day average for deaths in the United States from this is 410.
1: Oh in God, the that's lowest, so high. Why is that so high?
0: In July, it was, like, down to, like, under 200. But then even just in, like, June, it was still around the same number it is now, like, 400. So it's yeah, like, I mean... We weren't freaking... And, you know, before that was higher. In, in May, it was 600. You know, it's like, yeah, there are new deaths adding up, and people are dying from this, but we also know that it's not, it's not healthy people and it's not vaccinated people who are dying. Like, we know who's dying and we know why.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the... I think that the thing Joe Biden said when he was, like, the, the pandemic of the unvaccinated, that was, like, his line, like, yeah. like the last, like, month, was really weird. I think it was just, like... I don't even know if that's actually a bad way to frame it. I think it's, like, a weird thing to say out loud. It's, like... A yeah, it sounds... It's, like- it's
0: yeah, like npr repeated that too and it sounds like it does sound like there's something wrong with that i don't know exactly i can't put my finger on it pandemic of the unvaccinated like yeah it sounds like it sounds like to baby talking about not wanting fans <laughs> who have aids
1: no <laughs> yes no i think okay no it is kind of that thing where it's like there's kind of a there's a stigmatization that's kind of happening with some of this stuff that i think is like Trying to figure out what is like correct social pressure to enact versus the Mm -hmm. wrong social pressure to enact. Cause like I am like not against social pressure and like shaming people to do it. Yeah, shame works. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't know if like, uh, yeah, pandemic of the unvaccinated, that just doesn't sound right. It's very, yeah, I guess like the big takeaway for me right now is that I think that we're like right now in like the freak out moment. And also, not to be glib, but, like, if you look at the UK, and you would know what happened in the UK, they had a big spike in total cases. Like, they had some really, really, really high number of total cases, like, only, like, a month ago. But their deaths were, like, really low. Like, really low in comparison. And now, the last couple weeks, their cases have been, like, dropping by, like, halving, basically. And, like, now they're, like, at a quarter where they were at with, at their, like, recent peak. So, I kind of think that, like, yeah, this wave will eventually sort of crash down, and I also think in some places, like I saw on CNN, some doctor was like, "Hey, if you live in the Northeast, enjoy summer. If you're a young person living in the South, get vaccinated." And it's like that's probably yeah. the like, messaging we should probably have. Versus maybe we should start think like, yeah, I think that's probably the better messaging.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do. But, I do. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Oh, I I do love when the like, I love that it's named the key to NYC pass. Yeah. Like, I love when the city or the government names things, like, because it sounds like um, like a tourism pass where you would get, like, one ticket to the Empire State Building and, like, one Broadway ticket and, like, yes. one, like... <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it just sounds like... It sounds like a tourism thing, like, key to NYC pass.
1: I mean, that's, I, I was telling you. You get, thing, like, a weekend
0: metro card.
1: Oh, I mean, well, one thing is that, like, for, and also this is the funny, not funny thing, but it is been interesting to, like, see the difference of how the Vax is treated in North Carolina versus New York City. Because, yeah, yeah, New York City, one, they're giving you $100 if you get the first shot. They were already giving away like a free subway, like week of subway access if you got jabbed in at the at the MTA. Like yeah. they've been like hawking the, the 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 vax to people. Like they are. It's. I mean, I know people say that people don't have access to it, and like obviously, if you're like an actual working class person, you don't have time to like have half hour to get the vaccine. Like none of that stuff is gonna help you, and that's like very real. But it isn't like. It is it possible? It's like you can have you can call someone to your house to give yeah. you the vaccine in New York City. It is readily available. Yeah, but you can the get one, like
0: a free like on Uber. They'll like pick you up for free.
1: Yeah, and that's like yeah, it's like I yeah I'm not again I'm not gonna like shame, no shame to the people who are just like uh, I don't have, I literally just can't get to it or whatever right now. But I'm just like it is like available the access stuff. I feel like at one point people were more freaking out about getting access to it and that definitely doesn't seem to be the case right now. But Yeah, the one no, thing I, I remember
0: it, when it was like everyone had their like whisper networks of like, like you had a guy who you were like- if Oh, I had not, a guy, yeah. Yeah, everyone like had a guy. It was like drugs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was like a supreme- I mean, I mean, that's what like getting the testing was like last year up until like the fall of last year testing was like a supreme drop where it was like people be <laughs> online trying to like- Get the, and like, trying I'm to be fresh, like, okay, refresh. it's like, yeah, because it's like, oh, yeah, new, like, new COVID test drop at midnight. I got to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm, I can get in on it. Um, yeah. But the one thing I did, the one thing I wanted to say on the key to the New York, key to an NYC pass is that, so I follow, like, the Office of Nightlife of, of New York City on Instagram. And the Office of Night like, a newly created, like, office within the mayor's office. And they're supposed to deal with, like, nightlife, so entertainment, restaurants, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um and the office of nightlife is mostly sort of a big sort of okay they're good people okay this office of nightlife has like a staff of like five or six people it's like a tiny office it's not like that yeah or whatever but it mostly catered to the enders of big restaurants and like the big entertainment like how like Broadway and stuff like that and so one of the Things that i realized with this whole nyc path is the whole reason they're doing this is because all of those businesses are just never going they're not going to shut down again <laughs> so they're just yeah. like okay like we're not gonna do that so blasio you oh. have to give us like this thing so pe- so our customers feel safe to come in because we refuse to not open for business after labor day like that's just not happening
0: yeah and they don't want to do like 30 percent quotas and like you know it's august now but it'll be october soon it'll be november soon like outdoor seating is not happening like you know like it's gonna like weather is coming like it's gonna get cold it's gonna get rainy like we're gonna need to be inside no i agree um
1: yeah i don't i don't like i don't
0: fear any kind of lockdown because i just don't think that they would ever close the economy again like that. Actually it's crazy that the economy closed like that. That's actually crazy I, that we lived through that. I can
1: absolutely I actually kind of it is like one of those things that like in retrospect seems ridiculous. But I also am increasingly I think I've just entirely in my mind blanked mid-March to like June of last year. I no,
0: think, I I think, think a lot of us did that out like, of my memory. I look back on I don't know like photos or I'll just have like a little snippet of a memory and it's like it really does feel like a repressed like war memory
1: yeah I definitely don't really think about yeah I really don't like this was our wartime
0: like it's like (laughs) it was yeah like we didn't have like like the boys were away like we were like low on supplies or whatever but like yeah that was like kind of what it was we were like in wartime
1: with, yeah, like, I limited supplies,
0: yeah. we, like, couldn't see our family, we couldn't see our loved ones.
1: Yeah, that's why it was a really weird... I mean, that's also kind of why... I guess that's why people describe it as, like, the war on the virus. But I guess that always just... I guess, like, the thing about it is just, like, as a millennial, the, like, war metaphors are just so hard for me to, like, comprehend because only wars are, like, Iraq and Afghanistan, and it's, like, whoa... I don't know if that's like the comparison I want. The well, no, forward. I'm thinking about like
0: World War <laughs> One.
1: Oh, okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm like. <laughs>
1: oh and, like, yeah, before... sorry, my bad.
0: No, I've been on like a historical kick. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been like. I've, I mean, only on like a like an entertainment historical kit. Not act, I'm not like uh, reading deep history or something. But I'm watching like a lot of TV that's set between like the 1500s and the 1800s. But then oh. it's inspiring me to go to like Wikipedia and stuff to fact check because obviously a lot of it. It's like on it's like Netflix shows or like shit like that. And obviously a lot of it is like embellished for the show but then I'm like wait but how like how is this person like how did this person actually die and like look them up um but it's good a historical perspective is good it's like and I definitely think it's a cope like I think the reason I'm like only doing like only absorbing like historical stuff right now is like because I can't deal with the moment you know
1: Absolutely no. I mean, I feel like that's kind of that's definitely one of the reasons why I like picked up a bike, like me to ride, r- learning to ride a bike. The year was definitely some kind of like pack of brain. Like I need freedom, and freedom. Yeah, means riding a bike because I can. No, like, it is control- especially in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, definitely in Brooklyn. That's definitely one of those things where I on the Saturday like, the was, train like, will
0: take like if you're relying on public transit at a certain time, it not- takes forever. And you're like, you're not going to walk. The Uber is expensive. But if you have a bike, you can get wherever in like 20 to 40.
1: I, I bike to my friend's day on Saturday on um, like last Saturday night, but like right before I came home and that was like a half hour bike ride would have been like 45 on the train or like, um, I don't even, the Uber prices, Uber and Lyft prices are wild. Like I, I don't yeah, know. If there's a driver
0: be- shortage.
1: Another yeah, labor is, revolt. Another, i don't i don't know if this is gonna be what it's like forever like if this is the case i'm almost i mean i've never been a big like uber or lyft person but like i'm very like i may delete my app delete the apps off my phone again because i'm like oh i'm not about to pay like 50 or 60 dollars just get home just because it's like three o'clock and i know the yeah are not gonna run like i'll just get i'll just get on a bike like i think i'll just bike it
0: yeah no um Yeah, I was, like, reading about it because when I was in L.A., it was, like, taking forever to get a car. And it was, like, on Lyft, it was even saying, like, that it wasn't even guaranteed that you would get a ride. So you could, like, request a ride, like, wait 25 minutes, and then it wouldn't even, like, necessarily come. Um, So, yeah, I started looking it up, and it's, like, there is, like a driver shortage going on right now because a lot of these gig workers have found like other gig work to do, namely delivering food that are, is like oh. making them more money ultimately. Um, and so I read like, I read uh, some piece where they quoted the woman from Uber who's in charge of like, she's like in charge of the drivers. She was like the CEO mm-hmm. of the drivers or whatever. She's some bullshit. Um, you know, like title, but that's her job drivers. And she was like, it's absolutely a reckoning, but it basically (laughs) talking about how like, yeah, like they're at, they are actually getting to a place where they're going to have to like, start dealing with the fact that they just like, can't keep operating like this. Like, and I guess, um, like if you are paying like four X the price as a customer, the driver isn't making that money. Like, only the company is. It's like, bro, I have an idea on how you can get some more drivers.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's not, I mean, we used to be charging a consulting fee for that.
0: Like, pass it along. It's not that difficult. Pay people money. It's, like, not that hard. Like, they're always, like, doing all these, like, stupid, like, bonus programs. These, like, mean it's not stupid but it's like drive like driver education funds and like all of this stuff blah 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 like whatever it's good initiatives but it's like I'm pretty sure people just want to like make money like maybe have health care maybe some kind of like um guarantee of income like (laughs) I think there's some like kind of like short-term stuff that people would be like really stoked to have with the funds that you're putting into this like I don't know you want to send them to college for some reason like
1: it's so weird I mean not weird but I mean it's actually you know, I, w- I sent this article to Nicola earlier that was um in Bloomberg which is called Xi Jinping's capitalist smackdown sparks a trillion dollar reckoning which is one of the best title I know story. yeah like but like what are the fun fun part, scare quotes, um like is that there was a quote from like a Chinese delivery driver who like I guess worked for like one of the Chinese like apps because like all countries have their like different like apps that are do the same thing as Uber. Yeah. It's like sure. a food
0: delivery app.
1: Yeah. And he just made this point where he was just like, oh I just want he just like complained about not having healthcare and which Totally fair. Like you saying they want healthcare, but he also was quoted to sort of say that like the wealth gap between people in the side this, this in, in this society is too big. And then in the next graph, they said how the Chinese government was basically going, was coming down upon like some of these apps, these delivery apps, and like drive, I mean all tech apps basically. And they like in the company lost $63 billion of market value as, yeah. the, as after the government was like, you have to treat your workers better.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know i mean i didn't read like, the whole article so i can't really comment on it but i really liked that um snippet from it so it's like it yeah was, it's it, like people aren't asking for that much <laughs> you know what i mean like workers aren't asking for that much like people aren't yeah. like you don't have these crazy needs like i don't know people i just feel like it can't actually be that complicated
1: but, but apparently just slight improvements in $63 billion. Loss. It's, it's just, just like so wild.
0: Like I think all of us just like look at Jeff Bezos and we're just kind of like, how can you like obviously a lot of his wealth, I'm sure, comes from like investing his Amazon money and like rich people obviously know how to turn money into more money. And yeah. like, that's one of the, like the main traits of like being a rich person, but like, we all know that like how much money Amazon makes, whatever, like, and I think we all are just kind of like, why do you have to take so much for yourself, bro? Like, why can't you just leave a little more on the table for the rest of the business? It's just like weird. Like why, like, it just seems like so easy. Like, I don't get why you can't. I mean, is there, like, I don't assume, I assume greed is the only reason. Like, why can't you just leave a little more on the table to pass around to, like, you know what I mean? Trickle down, mm-hmm. like.
1: I, yeah, I mean, as, like, as individuals, that's, like, the thing that's always wild to me. Because I just remember my first, like, m- like, the first, like, good media job I had. Not the, like, freelancing during media, which is, mm-hmm. like paid like chasing down people for months to get like yeah, a seven dollar check. Oh, 70- oh seven. <sighs> oh, no, yeah. Well that yeah, right. the early media uh, yeah. I mean also I come I come from like a music journalism background and music journalism was like not one that pays you real money. Um I remember like a like a local pub, which I think is like a local publication, I think like Charlotte publication I think is gone now, but I remember they paid like $15 for like a nice. small review and I was just thinking like there's just no <laughs> it's just like but there's just no amount of no there's just no way that calculates out that sub minimum wage just to even listen to this album twice that's Yeah, minimum wage let's no let's now I'm realizing
0: it. my first blogging job I got $25 a post and like yeah no it definitely oh. took me it's not like it took me one hour, two hours to do it. It definitely took me more than, yeah, it's definitely not.
1: It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely not like a, a real thing, but but yeah, it's like that kind of, but when I got my first Apple media job, I didn't like that paid like decent. I was just like, oh, wait a minute, I make this? But if I added another zero to this, I'd still be making well under like a million dollars, certainly. Oh. And then I was like, wait, if you added another, and I was just like, wait a minute, how does someone with like a billion, like it just made my mind just kind of melt when I realized it was like, oh, I think this is like a good salary. And then I realized what happens when you just exponentializing, that's not a word, whatever, but you just go exponentially more. It's like, shouldn't you just feel like an exponential level of disgust and like want to not do this?
0: I I just like, I don't know. It's like, you have your stuff. Like, you have, like, houses, plural. You have, like, a plane, probably, boat. Like, you're, like, you're taking care of your family. I'm sure you're taking care of your friends. You're probably doing the with charities. You know what I mean? It's, like, you got to, you've you got your investments. Like, you have future generations. Duh, duh, duh. Like, it's just weird. It's just, like, but I mean, I don't know. I just, whatever. You're demented. Jeff Bezos. Yeah,
1: it's very it's very wild. But one thing that, that I guess to like sort of like circle on the long road back to the NYC pass because like I've already been I've already because I so Nicola wanted like wanted like to get like a, an update on the clubs in NYC. Yes. Um so the clubs, okay, so just for some context, which I, does
0: it relates <laughs> to the key to NYC pass because that's why you downloaded the surveillance app to begin with. It's, what is it called? It's,
1: Excelsior.
0: Excelsior? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah.
1: I have no idea. It's the yeah, the Excelsior app. I remember seeing like one of the dance I read was like New York State is the first state to have to have it so big it's can have like the have like a COVID 19 like app to check facts out And they made it sound really cool. we're like reality, it's like I go to like, well, okay. So what had been happening is that. Oh,
0: sorry. I just Googled the definition. It's a noun used Mm. in the names of hotels, newspapers, and other products to indicate superior quality.
1: God, that's so bad. Oh, that's annoying. Anyway, so back to
0: the superior app.
1: Yeah. So uh, I. So I. So what's happened? uh, I just for like a little context. Clubs. Yeah. Wait. Let's zoom.
0: Sorry. Let's zoom all the way back. When did? Yeah. When did the clubs reopen?
1: So here's the thing: clubs and venues closed like last March, and they have been closed March 2020 through 2020. There were if you were in New York City, and I I think I know this happened in some other cities as well. Like there were definitely outdoor concerts and outdoor things that happened last summer and like more like concert concerts, like band performing and some stuff like that. like big gatherings, like smaller kind of things. There were like illegal parties and like raves and stuff that were happening last summer. I remember like a girl I went on like a as it was Hinge? Yeah, like a, like a number of Hinge dates with. Like one time I was at her apartment and like some of her friends were like people that went out to a bunch of those kinds of parties. And they didn't actually sound that fun, to be perfectly honest. And the people that were there. (laughs) What didn't sound fun about it? They were just like, yeah, it's kind of, they basically were, yeah, we went to these. But one, they were like, the music wasn't that great. It was kind of awkward. We really weren't sure how we felt about being there. And then Mm. also, I was just like pre-bex, so they were also concerned legitimately about getting COVID. So it was just kind of like a, oh, I'm here, but I don't know if I really should be here kind of vibe. So that has basically been going on since probably around midsummer, like post-protest like last year, at least in New York City. And during the winter, there weren't really a ton of things happening. I think that there were probably more like house parties and some smaller stuff like that, mm-hmm. but nothing really big. I think things started more popping off once it got to the spring. And then clubs and venues started reopening at the beginning of June. So June. beginning of June. Beginning okay. of June yeah, beginning of June, things open up. And so the way that it was, at least in like the bush Redwood like kind of scene and area, and I guess probably also on the lower east side of Manhattan. I haven't been on Manhattan a ton, is that the fo- is that you had to show you the app or the card when you got to the door, like it was like um, like like you were like you showed your like license or something, which was whatever, but it certainly did like slow down the process. Because if you're like some of the places, it would be like, oh, show your ID and then you go inside and then you show you the card or you show the phone, which is kind of just slowed up getting in and then just sort of created these like ridiculously long lines at various bars and, and spots across. like Yeah, because you're
0: and... adding like a new level of bottleneck.
1: Yeah, so you're, exactly. You're adding a new bottleneck to it. And then also one of the, like, underrated, like, friends that I think the Times has covered a bit, actually, but it's always kind of in a weird way. There are a ton of young people in New York City, and there's a ton of young people that just moved to New York City, which is kind of a little, I'll be honest, I find weird that people decide to move during a pandemic, but, like, whatever. But there are a ton of young people who are now in the city who've never been out to any of these bars or clubs, who, like, have just heard about them. And are suddenly like oh i want to go to like bossa nova civic club or i want to go out to like el i want to go out to these like different spots and it's like some of these are like really small venues like so i guess it was like in june me and a friend were going to jupiter disco was like a bar in bushwick that's pretty small um it has like a nice like kind of like 80s sci-fi vibe i like it um been there a time but there i got there and there was a line for it and the line of the people just looked like manhattan people and uh, in the sense that they were like dressed for like going to like a club in manhattan where you're like why do you have a bun down shirt why do you why are you wearing a dress it's like yo you're like too fancy for this and then there was like, a guy they didn't look me.
0: non-binary enough they look too binary
1: <laughs> no and so this guy behind me was like wait a minute like why i've never seen a line for like this Bar ever. Why if they're a line here? He was so confused. And I and that's basically was the vibe for most of June with this sort of like for people who are regular club goers, it was like, who are you people and what are you doing here? And what was really funny about it to me with that, I like on TikTok, because the TikTok app, app, the TikTok app like knows all, certainly much more than the Excelsior app. So I would like open it up and I would see these like, I would see these TikTok from Zoomers who would basically be like, guys, please stop going to the clubs. You don't need to wait an hour and a half to go to a bar in Bushwick. There are a dozen other bars for you to go to. You don't need to do this. And I just found those so funny. So like there were just a whole like weird like rush to the clubs at the beginning of June. And then July, I think, It's kind of tampered down a smidge, but I think it's tampered down less because I think people are less, not the clubs, but because more things have opened up now. Like more clubs have opened, more bars have opened. Like the first couple of weekends of June, I remember when I left and go get home, I would get back to Crown Heights where I live and there would be like, basically like nothing was open. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Because usually on a Saturday or Friday night, bars close at like four. And Crown Heights especially, there are always things that are going well past that oh yeah there was was that period of
0: time where it was like bars are open till 10 bars are open till midnight bars are open till two
1: yeah there's been like a kind of gradual like reopening of that so like like kind of been like kind of also like a little bit like a slow acclimation and i think that's kind of the other thing that like right now i think august into now are the new key to nyc pass era Will probably be that I feel like things, more things are going to be opening because things are going to feel more ready to open. I already saw like Good Room, which is like another electronic venue, and um, Greenpoint is opening in September. So I think more things are going to open. So I think it's going to like sort of alleviate some of that stress. And then also like touring is back now. Like, bands are starting to like really tour again. So I think some of the cultural economies like refix itself. It's kind of like inflation. Like, I'm going to make a comparison <laughs> that I don't, of a thing I don't understand. But it's like, I saw, I think it was C was like, inflation is high because of certain goods or industries or things are happening that are just because of the pandemic. They're just like weird, like supply chain issues. And I think that's what's happening with the clubs. Like, the reason why the clubs and stuff were super packed and weird is because like, there was a supply issue. It was like, there's too much club demand, but not enough clubs. And in mm. time of clubs. So mm-hmm. it kind of like created a sort of like imbalance in like the club and nightlife ecosystem that I think is kind of going to fix itself over the next few months. That's so interesting, I don't think yeah. So I don't think it'll be as bad like November, December. It, I, I don't know if it'll be, I don't think it'll be normal. I think at this point I can like sort of say, I don't think we're going to be back to giant scarecrows normal until probably next summer. Not that things are going to be closed or things are going to not be open, but I just don't think that like the normal cadence and sort of rhythm of things is going to be hit until probably next year, I feel.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, one thing I wanted to ask you is what, what the children are wearing in
1: the clubs. Oh my God. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So one of the interesting things that I actually, Nicola, we should talk about this a little, like, I actually want to throw this back to you. So last year, when you moved back to the city, I remember you and I went to the Lower East Side in, like, Lower Manhattan, basically, mm-hmm. like, a number of times just to, like, walk around and see what was up. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to show you a bunch of, like, the graffiti and all the fun stuff that happened during the protest, because, like, Lower Manhattan last summer was, like, a, was, a, was a fun vibe, to be honest. I but know.
0: I wish I I'd gotten like- to see the, like... I wish I'd gotten to see the the like uh, post protest um, destroyed Soho, honestly. But you, all the it pictures was, and stuff were good. It
1: was very beautiful. It was it was a good vibe. I, I was actually listening to a show where some guy made a point that there was a lot of like anti five G like graffiti in Lower Manhattan <laughs> after the protest, which like
0: I'm staring tracks. at the anti five G graffiti outside of my house right now.
1: I mean again, we should be asking que- more questions about 5G. We should really ask them to <laughs> be asking more questions. <laughs> um I'm, yeah, kidding but not kidding because I mean, it's waves we don't see. They go through us. It, questions we're we're raising. Um but think about it is that so okay, sorry. I'll get back to the actual club then I'll take it back to you. So, what I've noticed is that I felt like last summer I didn't feel that I saw like the influence of TikTok on fashion immediately when i was going outside and i was outside a lot last summer i didn't feel like i saw the light multicolored hair the wild like pants like these the, like y2k slack like the y2k aesthetics like as mm-hmm. much but right now it is like vibrating really high like the amount of just whatever different color hair like the oh that folks are wearing the amount of just very con- not I don't want to say confused, but just, like, I don't know. It's, like, everyone's sort of, like, it's everyone's going to, like, a music festival from 2000 or 2001. And I'm, like, why? It's just a really kind of odd mixture. And then it's yeah. also kind of one of those things where I felt, like, actually, I think there's something that, I think this went more when you were in L.A., actually. So it was, like, a few years ago. I felt that, like, style in Brooklyn felt very, like, staid. It was very much, like, skinny jeans are here they're never going away even the attempts at sort of like bigger like sort of like like sort of larger silhouettes of jeans came and I actually kind of felt we're even kind of disappearing for like a second like before COVID and I just kind of like they were just sort of a like reversion to the 20 like to like an early 2010 style that just sort of felt like kind of omnipresent like we weren't going to ever move beyond that. But I feel that like really changed over the last six months. Like as soon as things reopened for the spring and people started actually going out to stuff, I feel like there was like a really big shift that actually happened in the last like sort of like six months.
0: I was on the Lower East Side yesterday. I was sitting in the center of the universe at Dimes. And (laughs) I saw three outfits that were interesting to me one was my server who was wearing like true religion like ironic true religion like very bedazzled jeans with like a equally kind of like you know like the like his t- his shirt had like crosses and like yeah. i don't think it was also bedazzled but it was like a similar like theme and he was wearing um you know like rimless glasses like i'm seeing a lot of like rimless Glasses and this new kind of like the Ed Hardy true religion,
1: like irony look yeah, that's we'll, coming we'll back. Go your bond Dutch hat, like we'll go along with your bond Dutch hat.
0: Yeah, there was so there was that. And then I saw um, this girl who kind of looked like a model with her like artist skater BF, like kind of your like perfect. Dime square couple, and she had sort of like long hair that was like grown out, but like choppy and weird. And she was wearing just like sweats, like she looked like shit, you know, like but hot. And she had Ed Hardy boxers, like peeking, like it said, like Ed Hardy on the boxers and was peeking out with the like sweatpants sagging low and somehow the like oversized sweatshirt peak I don't know how she got this to stay the way that it did but I was like yeah a lot of people were just I feel like looking like shit is really in, (laughs) like yeah for the dime square crowd or for the like kind of like yeah for that that group just looking like kind of nondescript um because I think that's what comes after Doing a lot of like personality and then the third look that kind of like oh wait this is a sidebar this isn't that important yeah. but there was this girl who was wearing a sweatshirt that said you're not on my mood board and I just thought that was so <laughs> weird <laughs> she seemed to be like kind of like cool and I was just like what is this like you're not on my, like what are you wearing like you're not on my mood board I don't know I was like really kind of like the weirdest sweatshirt to be um but then this other girl walked by and she was wearing like one of those shirts it's like it's like a t-shirt but it has like kind of like a cutout around the like from the neck to the cleavage sort of
1: mm. do you know what I
0: mean like a keyhole cutout. That oh makes sense.
1: yes yeah and then
0: she was wearing a very tick-tock tennis skirt Really short, yeah. And she was with a friend who also looked. They looked more like Gen Z. They looked. She was with a friend who also like looked like very Gen Z. She looked like shit, but not on purpose. She had like blonde bleached at home. I'm gonna say hair that had been like. The friend had like blonde bleached at home hair that had been dyed like lavender semi unsuccessfully, and. They were on the sidewalk for a really long time. I think, like, I couldn't really see what they were doing, but I think they were filming a TikTok video, and then I wound up being in the same store as them. But, yeah, these... Yes, probably. Three individuals, like, are the ones that I've been, like, thinking about since I was down there, because it's just, like, yeah, just sort of the, the extreme TikTok girl, like, the TikTok profiteer who, like, yeah this girl is probably doing like the sexy dances and has like a lot of followers and if she's smart she's making money from it because if you're not making money from it like you're playing yourself and then the sort of like model off duty who looks like shit but looks like hot looking like shit and then like juxtaposed with the gen z girl who's doing the like hyper lolita like a tennis skirt is like the opposite of sweatpants you know yeah and then the the like twink in the true religions that was our server who had more he had more to do with the model
1: yeah that it like- was
0: just like yeah the true religions and the ed hardy like were we at uh we were at happy fun right we were at when happy we were fun yes
1: we were happy fun hi to that
0: guy who was telling us he only buys his ed hardy off of ebay because the new stuff like isn't good
1: yes yes oh it's great i that loved was...
0: him he was like so earnest and like happy to talk like he was doing this like irony look but he was like so earnest and like happy to talk about
1: his fashion. that's what see that's kind of why, why i find like super that cute See, that's why I find that, like, style so, like, I don't like it. Like, I wouldn't wear it. But, like, I, like, enjoy seeing it. Because I feel like most people that are engaging with it are, like, very earnest. Made in just, like, a broad sense of, like, oh, you're just probably, like, a very, like, earnest, happy person. And that seems kind of fun. Even if, like, no. the look is, like, deep irony.
0: Okay. Actually, oh I'm having a thought. Yes. I wonder if for, like, I wonder for gay guys if it's a way to, like do this like masculine thing that if you were like a little 12 year old or something in like the early 2000s and it was like this very like it was it was a very like gtl like jersey shore kind of masculine you know <laughs> like yeah, kind of, like a but- metrosexual masculine and it's like now you're like reappropriating it like maybe there's something there that's kind of like a pathos more than just maybe, fashion
1: but the only issue with that is that I actually have seen not um a lot of, like, working class Black folks who are, like, in Von Dutch. So I feel like there's also, some, there's, like, something happening here. Like, I don't know, like, I still don't feel like I have a great, like, grasp of, like, what is happening with that particular style, but I do feel like there is, like, because I've seen, like, a lot of, like, sort of, like, straight, I, I'm assuming, assuming to be, like, straight Black guys who are just, like, in Von Dutch, I'm, like, it's like it's either Chrome heart, could be Von Dutch. And it's like, huh? Like Oh my God. I that... was
0: I was just talking to my friend Adam, who's also gonna be my next guest about palm is it palm angels or palm Angel? Oh palm I don't angels, know it's yes.
1: Plural. It's plural palm I think it's palm up, angel. Okay. I don't remember. <laughs>
0: palm yeah. Angel or Angels and Chrome Hearts. And I was saying how like I wonder if it's gonna age the way that Ed Hardy did, where it's gonna be like Look back at it. Like look back, look back at look looked back at as like yeah. I wonder if it's gonna like look corny because I was asking him. I'm like, who is Palm Angel for? And he was like,
1: Oh, it's um, um, middle-aged.
0: oh, you answer. You tell me, and I'll tell you. Yes,
1: no. Palm Angels is for um, is for Fabio Foreign, or again another thirty-year-old um, like Brooklyn drill rapper. okay ooh, he ooh. said
0: yeah he said middle-aged italians and drug dealers
1: yeah so again um the, the native new yorkers you were describing it
0: <laughs> it's just like yeah i was looking at the essence sale that's why i was interacting with it but I was yeah
1: just like no palm angel palm angels chrome heart fonta like there's like a This is kind of what, but like, this is what I, this is what I guess I was sort of saying where I was like, I was out, like, I was out a lot last year. Like, I that we were in lockdown last year, but like, even in like early in COVID, like I would always just go for walks because I was like, I can't be inside all day. That's yeah, that's ridiculous. But like, I do not remember the style of folks being as extra as it was even just a year ago. Like, I don't remember it being this extra
0: yeah do you think I think it's like pent up like everyone was wearing their like sweats all year you know and it's like oh my god finally outfits
1: yeah also kind of wonder I also think it's one of the other things because things are now open like one so one thing I've noticed like at least on my block because my block my like where I live is usually like bumping shouts out to um well I won't shout her out but like shout out to one of my neighbors he's like like a pet who has a pet snake who's great um she and her friends would hang out outside constantly last summer like and they would be like having parties and stuff like outside like all the time throwing out fireworks and all that other kind of stuff but like she i like i haven't well i, well, I see her because you like in the building and stuff but i haven't seen her her friends outside that much this summer and i'm like just wondering if it's just because like things are actually open so i wonder if they yeah like they have other places to, like, to go Yeah, so they don't have to just hang out all the time. It's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go back to the club now.
0: Yeah, like, or I'm going to go. Yeah, they have, like, other stuff to go do.
1: Yeah, so I wonder if it's kind of like that, where, like, last year, it's like you aren't really going to be traveling that much, or if you're only going to be seeing your friends. You don't need to dress to impress where now it's like okay cool I'm going back out to things and I'm going out to stuff so like I need to have my fits ready I need to have like like I don't know I like, there are like a bunch of um not a bunch but they're like some like Instagram accounts and like some YouTubers who just like interview people on this who like just do like interviews on the street and like I don't and like I started seeing them because they started doing more obviously now than than during early in COVID and there are all these guys who would just be like oh yeah i just been like two or three thousand at Soho and I'm ready to go out this weekend and I'm like oh yeah like you actually have things to go out to now this summer compared to last summer
0: yeah I mean I think for myself like I like I feel like my like work from home LA wardrobe was very similar to my like COVID wardrobe like it, it yeah wasn't and my like lifestyle wasn't dissimilar but now that I'm back in New York it's like uh i feel like i'm ready to like compete on the stage again you know because like mm. i go out and i'm like oh shit the girls look so cute like look at those shoes look at that bag. look at that top i'm like i want to dress you know and um i've definitely been wanting to like yeah i'm just like it makes me like depressed to like wear my like covid wardrobe you know and it like makes me yeah. be, like, like, I think like you were saying, like being like blacking out from that year, like we all kind of want distance. And like one way to do that is by looking in the mirror and seeing something different or like wearing clothes totally. that are new, that are like, I, this doesn't remind me of anything. I'm making like, oh, that's- new memories in these clothes.
1: Totally. That's why I bought like these, like yo- these, like Nike yoga tanks that I've like wore to yoga, but then also out to like clubs. Cause I was just like, oh, if I'm gonna go out to like electronic music, like an eat like a like a house or techno day party, I'm gonna wear my like my yoga tank and some shorts, and then also wear the same tank to a yoga class. Like I'm just yeah, like, I feel like interior. I like this. Yeah, I feel like I feel like this summer I've definitely sort of leaned into like only activities I do or like go to yoga. Like I work. I go to yoga and then I go to like 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 electronic shows for like hours on end. And it's like, <laughs> okay, in that context, what do I need? I need like something breathable, but also something that's like slightly athletic. And like that's kind of where I've like leaned super hard into. I don't know that's gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do in the fall and winter. I think I'm just gonna like be unhappy, but I'll figure that out.
0: No, I feel like that's also really good for your biking lifestyle. And this was like Yeah, like um For me, I also, yeah, biking around, I'm like, oh, I need clothes that are like cute, but also like functional, like they need to be able to move. And I, if I sweat in them, it like, can't be like a problem. Like it has to be like a material or like a cut that can like deal with the fact that like I'm riding my bike and I'm going to sweat or I'm going to walk like an hour and a half and I'm going to sweat.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely some of, it's definitely some of that. So I feel like that's been like kind of like a whole other like, thing to sort of like sort of sort of take in at, at this particular, at this particular moment. But one thing I did want to ask you just for your like quick thoughts was, um. so yeah, I invited Nicola to like a friend's birthday on Saturday before like I like, came, before I like came home and we were at this bar in um, Ridgewood and that bar was full so of rockers. Yes, I was just going to say, it was one of those more like interesting things to me where I was just like, oh man, I like, I feel like this has been my whole thing recently where like, because I've been going to, the, going to the office at work because like our offices have been open, has been open for months, but I finally started going because I can't work from home anymore. I'm just like, I just think it's stupid now. Um, one of the things is I was just like looking and I was like, where did you come from? And like, where have you been? What have you been doing? I don't know. I was just like, oh man, just like I felt, I forgot because in New York or not in just New York, but like in general, when you actually commute to a work and then see people and like aren't just at home 24 seven, you like see all kinds of people in the world. So you don't really realize that you're seeing people all the time, but not, sorry, it sounds so dumb. But like, I realized, oh, I haven't like seen people outside of my own little bubble for a year no that bar was like
0: definitely like very specific it was like when I say like rock and roll people I mean like you it could be any it didn't matter what year it was like these people would dress the same since like I don't know 1977 or whatever they were just yes no literally that very like classic like rock and roll looks and there was this one group of like probably like 15 people and there were three different girls in the group who had like bleached blonde hair and I was like looking at yeah. them and, like, wondering what their hierarchy was within the group <laughs> because one of them looked like like one of them was like had the most makeup on and she kind of seemed to be like the most like like I assume it's a scene you know what I mean like I bet there's yeah. like climbing going on there and I bet there's definitely people who like have the most cloud and I bet there's like newcomers and like people who are like in the center of the scene or whatever and yeah we were (laughs) just like talking about who would like like what this group was but yeah it was like really weird and then and like wondering like are these like these people can't all just live nearby this must just be like a magnet where they're like oh tonight's the night we're all going to this bar for like rock night or whatever
1: that's yeah no totally but I guess that's also been the thing that like I feel I feel like again like having stuff not be as open and sort of just thrown me and I and I feel like my like senses of this are gonna reacclimate over the next year but one just getting into like what are neighborhood like institutions and like people you just sort of see around Versus sort of like oh we're all going to this thing because I feel like sometimes I dress like a freak because like I never see people that dress like me when I go outside day to day which is not true obviously if you saw me dress you'd be like David you don't look dressed that yeah I know you look
0: regular I look
1: normal yes (laughs) but the thing is I'm so used to going to like rap if I go to like a rap show or go to like a fashion thing or a streetwear thing it's like oh there are a thousand plus people who think like me but also dress way more extra than me or just have it more put together or just something and I haven't had that experience in a mass level in like over a year and that's something I absolutely kind of miss because even like going to like walking around Soho and like that I mean like it's like kind of similar but isn't quite the same it's like there's something about like going to like a rap show or going to some other like kind of like like industry or like semi events where it's like oh I know we're all here trying to stunt on some level and I know I'm not like I'm not at the top level I'm not top tier yeah
0: here. yeah yeah And that's no. fine
1: like I'm like I'm like I'm almost 30 so I don't really like care if I'm like top tier and that stuff like I'll just wear like my vintage stuff and like wear whatever I like want to wear or like wear my old like well I'll wear like stuff that I think is, looks good and unique and like one or two people might like it or whatever but it's like I haven't I kind of like missed that and that's like another thing I'm like kind of like ready to have a little bit more of that where I'm like okay cool like if I went to like a Travis Scott show I know there'd be like 15,000 other people were like on the same wavelength and mm-hmm. I kind of miss that.
0: Yeah no I was I like lately I, I feel like I've been feeling this honestly since normcore started which has mm. been what 2015 earlier i don't know yeah 2014 i think oh, late I
1: 2014 know. or 2015
0: yeah i just felt really like alienated from what is like cool because i'm just like i like understand it and like i get where it's coming from but it doesn't like do anything for me and then like, yeah yeah yesterday like shopping being downtown i went to Cafe Forgot which is like a cool boutique and was like looking at all the clothes and like they stock like amazing stuff but and like really interesting like different affordable like cool stuff like it kind of reminded me of Pixie Market which was like a place I would have gone in like when I first moved here and I was younger that had like interesting Mm. affordable stuff um but I think, I don't know what it is now. It used to be on the Lower East Side, but uh, I was just like, I'm not, this isn't like me. Like I am not going to wear, like, I don't have anywhere to wear this weird stuff. One. And like two, like if I bring this home, like it's just going to sit on my rack. Like I'm not like, it's just like, not me. I'm like, I can appreciate it for what it is, but I'm never going to wear it. And like, one, it's kind of nice to be old enough to like to know myself well enough to know like to be, I guess, like trend resistant in a way and be like, oh, like this is cool. But I know for myself, like I know what works. I know it doesn't. And I'm just like kind of not really going to stray that much because I know it's not worth it to like try to make things work that just don't work. But yeah, it's also like, oh, when is when is like. I'm like ready to be ex- like, I hope I want to be excited about fashion again. I'm so like, whatever about it.
1: No, that may, I mean, I think that, I think, I think like the trend resists, I think is like a good way to describe it. Cause it's like, but I get that's kind of the thing at this point now is that like the older you kind of get with like fashion, I think new is kind of similar where it's almost in a sense where it's like once you kind of have whatever your thing and sort of style is or like interest. It's kind of like if you're still like vested in it and like you just don't entirely just dis- disconnect from it and don't, it's like entirely with that culture. It's just kind of waiting and just sort of seeing if whatever you, whatever you have interest in comes back in any kind of way. Like it's basically like, like so I kind of feel like some way with like some music stuff where I'm just kind of like, oh, well, I really, uh, a good example of this is like on TikTok, there's like this girl who, whose name, who like her like her name is like Pink Panthers. Um, and she, like, basically makes, like, um, UK kind of, like, pop slash UK garage, which, like, UK garage was, like, an offshoot of like, house, of, like, British house music from, like, the late 90s and early 2000s that was, like, really popular in the UK, basically never crossed over in the US in any real way. I think maybe, like, one or two songs did. But, like, this girl, like, from London, been making a bunch of these songs, and they've been, like, really popular on TikTok. And then all of a sudden there's now been more artists who've been like making kind of some of this stuff that's also popular on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I guess this is like that cycle is now happening. That was like 20 years ago. So if you like, like that stuff like 20 years ago and you always just kind of liked it, hey, it's coming back. And maybe you are excited. Maybe you aren't, but it's like, it'll like eventually kind of like sort of cycle back and you can kind of like choose to engage or not engage with it at this like next like moment.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also like, it's not even, it's like partially aging and it's partially just that like, obviously like fashion and trend cycles and all of that operates a lot different than it did when I was like 21 or something like that. Like yeah. it's, you know, there's a lot more like on offer. There's like, like even just, yeah, yesterday seeing like the Gen Z girl in the tennis skirt and then the like millennial like model girl i mean that girl's probably also gen z in the like looking like shit outfit but like looking fabulous like there is just like so much range and i and i feel like it all does just come down to like if you feel good in like what you're wearing you're gonna give off your best energy like whatever if you're wearing what gives off your best energy like that's what it all comes down to
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess to, I guess like one thing to kind of like get, like get to a wrap, like get to a wrap, I I just like a little bit. Um, this one thing that I did want to mention is that I have, so if you live in New York City, I want to like give like, oh, okay, well, sorry. If you're in New York City or if you're visiting New York City or just like a heads up, because I'm sure this is also true in other major cities that have tourist trap stuff, is right now the current season for like Canal Street, like, tourist merch is like oh yeah we didn't get to this yeah so i just want to give it a quick shout so basically i've been like a big fan of like going on canal street and just trying to find and buy new york city stuff for like a while just because it's always one it's cheap two it's like it's cheap it's functional and then also i just kind of like the like aesthetic of some of that stuff um but what but like this season or yeah how this actually works um someone journalists do the research is really good there are so many good t-shirts and for some reason they have a very like 70s aesthetic like i I bought these two shirts that basically just show like the new that like are like new york city shirts one has like one of them has like actually both of them have like 70s style new york city taxis which is like really funny because obviously new city is not like you like Taxis exist, but I'm sure as Nicola could point out, it's like taxis are like become less and less of a thing. Like, yeah, they are, yeah, taxis are not the same as they were like 50 years ago. Like, that you don't like see yellow taxis when you just step outside and stuff. And they're not like,
0: and they're different. It's like a different car body. It's not the like, yeah, like the one that's like that you see as like the classic, like New York City. It's like not that car anymore.
1: It's yeah, a like a it's not like yeah, it's not like a low not it's not like a low to the ground sedan or anything anymore. Um, so that's like kind of a dip it's just kind of it's just like kind of like a weird thing to kind of like see, but I find it like a sort of fun thing. And then one of them that I have actually says like has like a little heart that has an like NY heart and it says capital of the world, which again feels a little bit, a little bit presumptuous, but also correct. It's like, yes, this is the capital of the world. I don't want people to say New York City is dead or anything. It's like, no, it's the capital of the world. Still, That's the capital of the world.
0: I know we're not national, na- not nationalists, but we're NYC supremacists.
1: I'm very pro. I like I, this trip. This trip at home has reminded me there are two places I enjoy being: the place where I, the only two places I've lived. So. I'm <laughs> a, a very simple person. It's like every day I wake up, and it's like I could only live in two places. And you're like, David, the ones you, I've been like, at. Like, yeah, and those are the best ones. think like, they're the
0: best. <laughs> best places I've been are the ones I've been.
1: <laughs> yeah, people check it. Also, there. Um. Also, one of the other really fun, similar things is like the bootlegs are really good. There have been like there's like unk. I actually haven't seen this recently, so this may just be gone now maybe gone to the history books until supreme brings it back in like 20 years but there were thrasher there were shirts that had the different borough names and the thrasher logo like hoodies with like brooklyn and the thrash font Mm -hmm. that were so good i absolutely love those and i bought this actually i bought this two years ago but i still sometimes see them are fake supreme shoulder bags that have like different floral patterns that are clearly like very clearly making and don't look real, but I also think are like far superior than any actual like supreme item. Are these like are like the supreme are the fake supreme shoulder bag? And then the other like real, if you're on canal, definitely still keep an eye out for any of the fake Gucci kind of stuff that's still up there mm-hmm. or the fake Louis Vuitton. Because one thing as lug brands continue to get stupider and do the like. Dior, Travis Scott, and all of that kind of, like, collab on a collab, the knockoffs, I mean, not as good as, like, an 80s, like, Gucci knockoff, which are, like, absolutely great, because they basically just replicate the exact same thing, but for cheap, but it is kind of fun, because you're like, oh, well, like, there's no, like, value in the, like, whatever... Like luxury brand, X yeah, because because brand the brands are
0: devaluing themselves. Like the brands are yes. letting us know that it doesn't that their names mean nothing. So like you might as well just buy the knockoffs, even though I'm pretty sure just there's buy- like, a lot of I, I'm pretty sure there's like a lot of ethical problems with the knockoffs oh. as uh, slave labor, but.
1: Yes, but it's also, it's like, am I, but it's like, also the thing is, are you, were you going to buy that $2,000 like purse? No, you weren't. Oh. Just buy the $50 one. It's no, the Apple concerns are really no worse than if you're buying it from Zara or anywhere else. So just get it from that, get it from that guy, get it from Nora on the street. Subcontractors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, get it from them.
0: No, and also... Uh, when we were on St. Marks, they had really good tourist merchandise. And I want to see tourist merch on St. Marks too? Oh, I have
1: to head. back. I have to head back. This is like I after, really wish they had better After winners, we saw w- the Strokes cover band. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Remember? Oh, that was one of the. That was a memory. I feel I could probably like do a whole book on with that. like I know.
0: Yeah, we were walking through, we were in Tompkins Square Park and there was like, yeah, some Gen Z band, they were playing like original material and then they switched to like a Stroke song and like all the NYU kids were like moshing in their hodgepodge of clothes that range from like 1970s to like Y2K looks. And it was just, yeah, it was, yeah, I could also, yeah, we could write a book about, just that moment because it was like a whole a whole culture thingy happened in that in that 20 minutes or whatever
1: yeah that was a very like yeah I mean we luckily I got it recorded so like it's like it is not going to be lost to the history I know I was having one of those days
0: I was having like a low phone day it was like vibing on just like being out but yeah I'm glad you recorded it
1: yeah, and that into and the point we were saying earlier about like the style stuff. That's what I mean when I feel like it got kind of a bit extra in the last year. Because like before that, I like that day when we were out. I did not think things were like like I did not think things were like that. Ex- I don't know. Not sorry, not to say extreme, but I feel like when we were out that day, stuff still kind of familiar but i feel like if we were to experience that this year or maybe we'll experience it next in the next few weeks i would oh these outfits are way different than they were, even this a year ago
0: yeah yeah um well we didn't get to all of our topics but
1: at least we can always next do this time.
0: again yeah
1: love to come back and maybe i could be like a film correspondent even though i don't really like watch movies <laughs>
0: No, yeah, you can talk about movies and travel, things you don't like.
1: Yeah, I I watched two <laughs> movies, folks. So like, um, just think of it like the the next time I'm on, I may even have like another one that I can talk about potentially. Yeah, which is who a knows. big deal.
0: Um. Well, thank you for joining again.
1: Thank you for having me. always, always mm-hmm. a pleasure.
0: Yeah, enjoy the rest of your time in Charlotte.
1: I will. I will.
0: Enjoy dinner with the with the friends and the family
1: will do peace
0: peace <laughs>